0: Let's talk a little NFL. (laughs) Our uh, NFL season preview continues tonight. We're heading to Dallas with Cowboys. Number five in ESPN's football power index ahead of the season, which I thought, okay, that's a little crazy because we don't know what Dak Prescott's going to look like, man. Yeah. What's he going to look like coming off of that injury? He was, he, I mean, he honestly was probably going to break the passing yardage record. Yeah. Uh, Over 4,902 yards, 30 touchdowns, but, is he going to be able to overcome that injury, and is he going to be able to overcome uh, head coach Mike McCarthy, who I know a lot <laughs> about Mike McCarthy. Yeah, and um, I think the Cowboys are going to score a bunch of points. I think they're going to average over thirty-five a game. Defensively, though, I have they, they can't stop anybody. That's a problem with Dallas.
1: And, and my thing is, we talk about them defensively. Dan Quinn, former Falcons head coach, he yep. came in to kind of really shore up that that def- as that team as a defensive coordinator. Um, so, but. but Really quickly, you mentioned Dak Prescott. I know that's the real story here. But in order for Dak Prescott, I think he's fine. I think he's healthy. I mean, I listened to a couple of his press conferences throughout the summer. He talked about how, you know, he feels ahead of schedule. He can go out there and play and not worry about the leg. I mean, of course, Dak Prescott is a, a extremely uh, – talented guy and intellectual so he can he can sell you anything because he's just a likable guy so I don't know how much stock we put into that every guy returning from injury says I feel the best I've ever felt in my career do you feel like you're better than yes I feel better than I did before I got injured like do you really I don't know but he said he looks the part uh, health wise but it's going to be on that offensive line man like we talk about teams that are that are you know hampered by injury their offensive line that's their true key to success Travis Frederick retired okay Tyron Smith Neck injury last year, missed 14 games. Zach Martin had the calf injury. He missed six games. Lael Collins had a hip injury, a groin injury, a weight injury. At Back in camp, he was overweight. He missed the entire year. Okay, they were 27th in uh, pro football Focus's o- focus O-line rankings. They were 4th in 2019. So, like, their offensive line has been a staple of their success. But if they cannot not only, you know, keep – uh Uh, Zeke, open lanes for him to go crazy. They got to keep their quarterback healthy, especially him coming off of this ridiculous season. So I I think about that offensive line. If that O-line is good, I think Dak Prescott is good. Uh, no, he's a great quarterback. You already talked about his hot start. I love Dak, yeah. I love him so much in his first four games. Like you said, he was on pace to throw over 5,000 yards. He threw it for, what, 1690 uh, last year. He was averaging 422 yards per game passing. Now, mind you, they were 1-3 at, at that juncture in the season when he was going crazy. But that's not all on him. If he's healthy, Zeke is there. That I think that offensive uh, scheme in general is going to be a, a great, great unit. I just want to see that O line really step up to the plate. What do you think about that offensive line?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is they're gonna to have to stay healthy. They're gonna to have to protect Dak. And if you go back a couple of years ago, you know, when man, even Dak's rookie year with him and Zeke, I mean, that offensive line was just so damn good. Man. And that's, that's the some other thing, monsters. Man. Like Zeke has to have a big year. Zeke has to come into camp in shape. And he's gonna have to go off for a thousand yards because my bull prediction, they may have three dudes that that that, that all go over a thousand yards C- catching the football this year. Amari Cooper, for sure. I love uh, Michael Gallup, very underrated. They yeah. need to use him a little bit more. And then they uh, even bring back Randall Cobb, my guy. And oh yeah, you can't forget about Ceedee Lamb. C.D. of Lamb, course, man. man. He I'm had so a thousand,
1: he almost had a thousand yards last year. With only seventy-four receptions, and he had nobody throwing the ball. Freaking Andy Dalton Andy throwing Donnie, the ball. Ben DiNucci,
0: right, exactly. Garrett
1: Gilbert. Like I see why Dak Prescott got four years, one hundred and sixty million. You got to see every trash quarterback in the history of quarterbacks out there trying to throw in on under the big lights of the star, and, and they got they look terrible. So of course Dak gets all the bread. But yes, those those receivers are going to eat. Yeah, we're talking about Zeke though. You know McCarthy. He's gonna eat
0: too, but he he needs to maybe eat the right things because (laughs) he always eats. Yes, yes, he has has to stay in shape.
1: But we know though, Mike McCarthy, coach running backs typically don't have great seasons in terms of you know rushing. Like Mike McCarthy
0: did not use Aaron Jones. That tells you everything that you need to know about Mike McCarthy. The year after Mike McCarthy leaves Green Bay and Matt Lafleur takes over the Packers, Aaron Jones leads the league in touchdowns. What does that tell you? I remember I was at a game in Tampa Bay. And Aaron Jones didn't touch the football the entire game. It goes to overtime. This is a year where Rogers was hurt and Brett Hundley was the quarterback. Uh, the Literally Brett gets one touch, goes like 40 yards for a touchdown. And I'm like, why, why is this guy not getting more carries? Like Mike McCarthy was obsessed with Jamal Williams, yeah. who I like, but that that's the thing. Are they going to commit to running the football? Also, are they going to be able to get after the quarterback on the defensive end? I for love sure. Demarcus Lawrence, man, but you know, I don't consider him a top 10 pass rusher even in the league and he's the best that they have. Yeah. Also. I look at the schedule, man, and, and and they have a tough stretch. Like they have to get off to a fast start this season because they got that four week stretch that begins, I believe, in December, and it's weeks, yeah, week thirteen through sixteen. I keep having to remind myself about the seventeenth game too. Yeah. Like when I make my predictions, I'm like, ah, I think they'll go ten and six. I'm like, wait a minute, that's got not even game. possible. Yeah. But weeks thirteen through sixteen, they have to play Baltimore. So they get Lamar Jackson. Then they get San Francisco. I don't know what San Francisco is going to look like this year. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback. But I know that uh, Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play callers in the league. Then they get um, Philadelphia. And then they go to Cincinnati. Which I know that nobody really has high expectations for Cincinnati. But Joe Burrow is going to be back. So that's a tough four-game stretch right there, man. I mean,
1: but look back at the beginning of the season. They open up the season against the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers at eight twenty, like you six and a half point dogs, defending champions. Then yeah. after that, you play the Chargers, who I mean, if that defense is not right, Herbert's gonna pick them a freaking part. You got division games after that against the Eagles, which you know the Eagles are the Eagles. They're in a, a little bit of a uh, that's a winnable game. Um, and also, yeah. my alarm is letting me know that the Dallas Cowboys have not uh, won anything since nineteen ninety five. So sorry, sorry for that disruption. But you have a little, but to open the season against those. Uh, those teams. It should be maybe, maybe you can walk out of there, you know, two, two and two, maybe.
0: And and that's best case scenario because. Um, that week one matchup against Tampa Bay. Like, I honestly believe, and I keep saying this, but Tampa Bay is going to be better this year, which is really scary. Like, Tom Brady didn't even know the offense the first eight weeks of the season was calling everything off a <laughs> wristband, and they went through that four-week stretch where they didn't even put up 28 points on the yeah. board. They got hot at the right time. Defensively, they don't lose anybody, and offensively, they don't lose anybody either. Yeah. So as long as they protect Tom Brady, they should be fine.
1: Well, look at that defense, though. What do you think about their, their draft pick? They drafted Mike, Michael Parsons out of uh, Penn State. Well, I love, I Michael, love Parsons. Michael Parsons. Shout out to my guy, Rashid. Walker, that he's a local product, too. He's an offensive lineman. That's my little brother, but he's huge now. Should be coming out in this next year's draft. Mm -hmm. But Penn State, love Penn State um, in terms of their football program. But I'm like, Michael Parsons better work because they haven't hit on a first-round defensive player since, what, DeMarcus Ware in 2005? Like, they drafted uh, Taco Charlton in 2017 yeah. over T.J. Watt. I know. Okay, luckily, you know, Mr. Trubisky is the story of that draft and the Bears will always be laughed at. But if Mr. Trubisky wasn't that bad, yeah. Taco Charlton over T.J. Watt might be the thing that everyone laughs at forever. Also, 2018, they got Le- Leighton Vander who's a really good player. He just can't stay, stay healthy. healthy. Like, he's a ta- he's talented, but just crazy streak. And then, uh, what, 2015, they had Byron Jones, who now plays for... The Dolphins. But that defense, they haven't hit on a first-round defensive player. I think Michael Parsons will be different, though, because I think he's a stud. Yeah. But I think Dan Quinn also, he really changes things for, for them. And I don't even think they have to be a top five, not even maybe a top ten defense because of their offensive superpower, but they were just a freaking speed bump last year on defense. They have to – I think this year they can just be, you know, top 15. Yeah. 20th. A little better than they were last year. that that, that That's – that's the only thing for me. That defense just can't be a freaking speed bump.
0: Yeah, 8-8 eight and eight last season, and that was pretty much without Dak with Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback. So they missed the playoffs. The last time, I found this crazy, the last time that Dallas opened with better Super Bowl winning odds, that was back in 2010. They were 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl that year. Um, but I just feel like this is, they're a little overrated. Like you said, they haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1995. Sure. Super Bowl odds for them actually opened 11 to 1. Now you could get 13 to 1. Check it out, bet MGM, of course. Um, what would you do? Playoff odds for them to make the playoffs minus 250. If anything, I'd play Dallas to miss out on the playoffs plus 210. I'm not laying minus 250 and trusting in Mike McCarthy and the health of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: The only thing is, though, their schedule was not as hard as the Washington football team, who we all thought would be the favorite. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think the Washington football team is a talented group of guys, especially under Ron Rivera, and the moves that they made this offseason, they didn't really make any bad moves. But then again, Dallas healthy with a, a easier schedule than uh, Washington. I mean, I see why their win totals at 95
0: I was gonna say, what would you do there, over or under nine and a half wins for the Cowboys this year?
1: I can't believe I'm saying it. I said all these bad things, but I think I you go over. Though? I think I'd go over. Like they're they're on paper, they're so like if things go right, if they just stay healthy. I don't understand why they're not the best team in the division. They just can't stay healthy. Like they're like the recent playoffs, like you said, those odds. I don't know. Watching
0: football, they're they're. See, I'm high on Washington. Their win total is eight but like what what scares me a little bit about washington is what version of ryan fitzpatrick are you going to get cuz ryan fitzpatrick will go on these like four week tears yeah. you start buying into him and then comes the five interception game where he gets benched in the second half that but, i feel like that's every year with but he
1: doesn't even have to be incredible just, you know what i'm saying that defense is so good that he doesn't he's i think we can all assume that whatever version we're getting of ryan fitzpatrick it's not going to be worse than what we saw from alex smith not gonna be worse than what we saw from Taylor Heineke yeah. or Dwayne Haskins or any quarterback that's man the ship. Was was James Johnson out there last? Actually, I don't know. Like every quarterback ever was playing for Washington. I think it just has to be Ryan Fitzpatrick, which should give you a lot of touchdowns. And if you get a lot of interceptions, fine. But if, with that defense,
0: they should be straight. I just want to see how they use Zeke. Like if they use him more in the passing game, because 189 receptions for him, 57 on screens. I just think McCarthy needs to throw him the football and get him the ball. Gun based. to your head.
1: Win total over or under nine and a half. Under. Playoffs, yes or no? No. I'm going yes and I'm going over.